hello! Welcome to the show. It's me, John Park, and it is time for another JP's product pick of the week. Here we are, uh, and you may have seen it. I, I showed it right away. Uh, that's the URL you want to go to. You want to head right here or point a camera at that little QR code, and that's going to take you over to the product page. On the product page, you will find not only this video embedded within streaming live, but also it's going to be a big, big discount. Uh, in fact, let me go there right now. Let's check it out. Here's my browser. I'm going to refresh this. This was from a little bit ago. And boom, 50% off on today's product pick. But hey, I'm getting ahead of myself. So uh, let's, let's get back with the program here for a second. Um, and I will uh, let Lady Ada take us through a little bit of this product pick of the week. Then I'm going to go grab one myself from the mystery cabinet of delightful drawers of wonders and uh, do a little bit of a demo. So get ready. Here comes Lady Ada. The prop maker wing. Yes. Like Let me explain what's going on here. So we had people who were making uh, props and projects with the feather and it was like they always had to take a couple boards and put them together to get what they wanted done. So we looked at a lot of the projects we wanted to build. Um, we looked at the lightsaber that we made with the Halloween. We thought, what would we want to add to a feather to make it really good for making props. Now, it doesn't do everything, but it's also only like about 10 bucks. So it's like, you know, you, you get enough going on that you can make some cool projects, um, and especially keep it nice and small and feather size. So you get um, an audio amplifier. So if you're using the Feather M0 or M4, we have um, CircuitPython has great audio support. It's really easy to play audio files. And we even have polyphonic audio coming soon. So you can have like background and foreground sounds. Um, so this will drive a 8 ohm or 4 ohm speaker. It comes with a triple axis accelerometer. We use the list 3DH. Now some people are like, well, why don't you have like a 9DOF sensor with like acceleration and gyro and magnetometer? And the answer is a lot of props don't need it. Um, the extra cost for a 9DOF sensor doesn't usually pay out because a lot of people don't have the code that can really read that 9DOF data and, and do something um, complicated with it. For a lot of props, you just want tilt or motion or I shook it or I hit it. Um, for those things, the accelerometer is plenty. Like if you saw with the uh, lightsaber, you, you don't need a gyro or magnetometer to do the swing or the hit or like the you know basic motion output. So you can do that with just an accelerometer. And the list DVH is, is a low cost, um, but really great accelerometer. And we have tons of good support code for it. Uh, it also has a, a three watt LED driver. So you can drive RGB LEDs if you have like a really bright light you want to add. Um, you don't have to use a three watt LED, you can use smaller LEDs too, but it can drive up to three watts with three um, powerful MOSFET transistors. Um, it has a, a level shifted NeoPixel output uh, with our JST connection, because I know it's like a lot of times you want to be able to disconnect the LEDs from the board while you're taking it apart. What are those holes right there? Oh, we have breakouts for the enable pin. So, you know, you probably have the prop, the wing in your prop and you want to bring the on off switch outside somewhere. So we made it really easy for you to connect two wires to make an on-off switch. And there's also another switch input that is just easy to break out to and you can connect a switch. And I'll, I'll show on the demo. Um, and then another thing that you, it's not labeled here, but there's a power pin. So a lot of people, when they make their props, it's like, well, you want to have the accelerometer on to detect motion and, and read the switch, but you don't want um, the NeoPixels to be all lit up because they do take up a lot of quiescent current and maybe the RGB LED as well. So we have a power pin that when you um, activate it, it will shut off power to the NeoPixels, like that V plus pin. 
So it'll reduce the quiescent power, and we did some power measurements. So it just means that instead of taking up a milliamp per neopixel, it takes none. Uh, and the quiescent current for the whole wing is about a milliamp. Now, you're still going to have to put your feather into low power mode if you wanted to. But even if you don't, that will really save you if you have a ton of neopixels on your project and you want to like lower the power but still listen for button presses. You don't want to turn off the whole thing. You just want to turn off the, the high current speaker and, and neopixel output. So let me show um, your demo? my demo. Let's see if I can get my demo up and running. So you still want to power your project portably. So of course you use the Feather battery power supply. And then um, what's interesting here is I have the enable pins connected up to this toggle switch. So this is how you turn it on or off. So this is really nice because it's, like it's fully on off. Um, but you don't have to splice any cables. And then you have this button. So I have just here a panel mount button, and this is going to be really bright. Um, but so it's playing audio from the speaker, and it's got the NeoPixel, uh, sorry, the gigantic three watt RGB LED. And then um, when I tap it, it changes the colors of the NeoPixel. So this is just a demo showing, you know, audio playback through the speaker. RGB LED, NeoPixel button switch, and then, you know, of course, I want it to shut up yeah. and be quiet to turn off. So, so this is everything. To use CircuitPython, you can make all those props you wanted to. And, you know, just to be straight up, we looked around. There's a ton of expensive, complicated, bizarre, hard-to-use, cranky, like, here's how to make a prop. It's only $500, and, like, they're not open source. And so we just said, let's go in and, like, let's do a good job. But I think this will make... Yeah, this is not just for lightsabers, but we thought about lightsabers when building this. But I think there's a lot of other props that we've thought of yeah. since we designed this. That are like, what can we build um, with yeah. the prop maker wing? And it's it's low cost. I mean, like it's pretty cheap, and you can add to any feather. And with that, those new products. Hey, yeah, all right. Uh, wrong song. So uh, I'm convinced. Let me go grab one right now, and, uh, and then we'll take a look at it. Hang on. All right, there it is right there. Let me get it out of Lars's mouth here. Ugh. Uh, that's the product pick of the week this week. It is the Prop Maker Feather Wing. Uh, this thing is great. I love it. So uh, as Lady Ada mentioned, it does a few very specific things that will cover a whole lot of the types of props that you'll make if you're doing cosplay props, theater or stage props. Uh, any of the um, Star Wars lightsabery types of things, phasers, ray guns, uh, if you're making props out of, out of games, uh, if you're making toys, a lot of good stuff in there. You have easy plug-in NeoPixels with the JST plug right there. You have uh, those NeoPixels are being driven at three, uh, sorry, at five volt logic. So there's a, a, um, a level shifter, logic level shifter there. Uh, it has high current on that, so you can drive a whole lot of NeoPixels. We have that RGB analog PWM. It's actually PWM, not analog, but that RGB 3-watt uh, LED 
uh, connector, which you can use for other things. In fact, I'll show you using it for a laser instead of uh, an LED. It has a little amp on there, Class D amp, so you can plug speaker directly in, which is perfect. You don't want to add a whole bunch of boards to it. In fact, I'll show you in a, in a little bit the uh, difference when I went from my original build of the Lucio Blaster to my new 2020 version, which uses the prop makers. I reduced the number of boards a whole lot um, by, by using what was built on. Uh, what else? It's got the tap detection, which is really useful. In fact, I'll show you that's how Lars works. We can use tap detection on Lars to make him say stuff. Uh, and it also has accelerometer that you can use for essentially tilt detection types of things. Uh, I use that on the Lucio Blaster for uh, reload just by pointing up or using your ultimate by pointing down. Uh, what else? I'm probably forgetting a few other things. There's the very convenient uh, additional button. It's called the switch on here. Uh, there is the low power mode and there's also easily broken out enable pins. So what I'm going to do is actually drop uh, down to this overhead view where I've set up uh, a simple little demo. So here we have the uh, prop maker is plugged into a Feather M4. And then I've got a strip of NeoPixels running right there. Oh, that was dramatic. Uh, I have a very tenuous um, jumper for, for turning that off rather than soldering a switch on there. So now it's on. You heard it did a nice big sound effect when it started up. Um, it has the, I'm just using this little speaker here, which is nice and, and compact. And you can take off the adhesive from that and, and mount it to something as a soundboard, which is really effective. Uh, I'm powering this by battery right now, so it uses the Feathers uh, battery charging LiPo circuit. And then I also, you can see here, I plugged in a switch. I actually used a little mechanical key switch and soldered to one of our little uh, sockets there onto the, the sort of built-in switch output. So when that gets grounded, I'm using debounce to detect when I press that, and that'll turn my laser uh, pointer here on and off. So it just... Uh, Flips, flips the um, value of there, there every other time you, you hit that. Uh, so you can see here, this is a nice little, little laser pointer I have there. I probably shouldn't point that at the camera. Why is it leaking? Huh. Something weird's going on in the workshop here. <laughs> uh, it's probably that. I, I hope I'm not... Let me know if you see that big hornet. Is that hornet trying to attack me again? I saw a yellow jacket or something, paper wasp in here the other day. Uh, I'm doomed. I shouldn't have angered Lars earlier. And uh, that's about it. So, th so then the other thing I'm doing on here is I'm using the tap detection. So every time I tap it, I am playing a sound effect as well as switching my NeoPixel colors to something random. And you can see here it, uh, it responds really quickly. Which is kind of cool, and in fact, you can imagine for some props, it might be easier to just use tap detection as a trigger rather than mounting a you know, real trigger-like button or switch type of trigger. You could just kind of tap the, tap the thing, and if you have it uh, laid out properly, then it'll, it'll feel that if you mount this sort of inside of your, your prop using the, uh, the mounting holes. Um, so let's see. What I'm going to do is pop over to the uh, product page for this for a second. Let's have a look. Uh, right here, if you uh, scroll down, you'll see we have uh, some, of the, some of the info about it as well as a link to some guides. And one of those guides uh, linked in here is the main guide for the product. So if I click on that, that'll give you overview, uh, tell you the pinouts, 
we click on this page here, tell you all the pins that you've, that you've got broken out there. Uh, beyond, you can see there's a lot of unused pins. Those are, the, those are just the normal feather pins that you could use for other things if you wanted to. And also this is nice because if you mount it using the header, you then have that inside row uh, that is still available for mounting other things. So you could solder to those uh, another set of headers if you needed to, or right angle or something like that. Um, and then there's code examples there for, uh, for using sort of the basics. I put this demo together today, just pulling together a few of our little code snippet demos. So NeoPixel playing a wave file uh, and uh, reading a button, and then I added the bouncer to that. And uh, then I substituted the uh, PWM code for uh, just changing the value of that pin. I think I have pin 11 uh, being used for my laser pointer. Um, if you look at some of the guides that have been done with this, so first of all, we've got our good friend Lars, and some of you might not know that Lars actually has a prop maker uh, right inside of him. I know he doesn't want you to know that, but uh, so you can see I've got a little switch on his hand there. I'm going to click that, and that's going to turn on the, uh, the board. There's a a lipo, a feather, and the, the prop maker, and now I'm using the tap detection, so when I touch this back here, he makes gross noises, he... Oh, hello, CBT Joseph. Okay, so each time we tap him there, we get a new little, uh, new little phrase from him. So I can turn that off, and then I have uh, broken out the USB there to update it uh, code-wise, as well as just to charge the LiPo. Uh, so that's an example of putting the prop maker inside of a friendly stuffed animal or toy. Um, Lucio Blaster 2020, so this is, uh, if we look at the circuit here, oh, actually, let me go back to the, oh, yeah, there it is. There's a nice picture. Uh, so you can see here I have my um, prop maker in here, and then I've got a feather, uh, and then I think I have a little space on there for an extra amp just because I have so many speakers running off of that. But otherwise, I'm able to just plug in NeoPixels to this, plug switches in, plug the enable, uh, into a, another switch, a couple of triggers. So all of that reduced down significantly the number of extra boards that I needed before. Uh, here is the classic, of course, this lightsaber or laser sword as Disney, Lucas, uh, <laughs> Star Wars entities and lawyers would like us to call it. Uh, but that's a, that's a lightsaber made using the prop maker Featherwing. And uh, one of the nice things is that that's pretty small. Once you, once you pair that using those low-profile feather headers, uh, pair that to a feather and then run a couple of your buttons off of there, it doesn't take up much space. Uh, in fact, there's even uh, some batteries that'll fit between the two boards, some smaller batteries. Uh, and there's also a really cool, uh, this dark saber, which also uses prop maker, and this one also has a BLE feather uh, connected to it. Um, Looking at a couple of questions that I see coming from the chat over on YouTube, uh, John OS, does the prop wing work with the Feather RP2040? I almost did that this morning, but I don't know if, um, I'm not sure what the state is of the MP3 playback on it. I couldn't remember if we had that. I think it would work, and I think uh, that works with uh, wave output for sure, but I'm just not sure about... Uh, what the MP3 state of things is. So if anyone knows uh, in, in the Discord chat, please let me know. Um, I would like to try that though. So, so uh, I will, I'll make an update on my uh, workshop show on Thursday. Uh, I'll let you know because I've been wanting to check that out. 
Also, Mike Gibbons asks, what's the difference between the switch pin and the enable pin? So the enable pin on a feather board is what uh, powers it down. But rather than having to sort of splice in a, a beefy switch into the circuit of the battery or the USB, it is uh, sort of a software power down. It just tells the, the, the thing to shut itself off. So uh, in my case here, I'm just using a piece of jumper wire. And you can see here when I, when I short the ground pin or the enable pin to ground, it just shuts it off. So you could attach any kind of switch or, or a clicky uh, toggle switch. Oh, you can see there. I, I I'm just sort of delicately touching those, and now it'll power back on. So enable pin is what you'll use as on-off. Uh, switch pin is right here. Uh, let me show this one closer. It's just a pair of pins broken out. They say switch and ground. Uh, and that is actually just, I believe, uh, is that like D10? It might be digital pin 10. Uh, so it's just a, a conveniently broken out digital I.O. pin that you will set as an input. You'll read it the way you read any normal button, and then it uh, in your code, either Arduino code or um, CircuitPython code, you can just do whatever it is you want to do with it. Um, let's see. I'm seeing an, in the chat someone said the, the RP2040 MP3 playback does work, uh, and Katni wrote a guide about it recently. Thanks, Katni. So yeah, I think it should work. I, the, the, the pin compatibility with Feather is, is very normal on the RP2040. So I think that's a good bet because this is a $10 board. You can get it today for half price if you, if you check out over here uh, on the product. Whoa, I just made my browser window go flying. Get back here. Uh, if, you, if you check this out during this show, uh, this thing is half off, so it's $4.98 just during the show. Otherwise, it's still a very reasonable $10. And uh, RP2040, I think, is a $12 feather. So together, you've got a really inexpensive uh, uh, setup for doing prop-based stuff. Um, what else? Other questions? Uh, yeah, I'll t uh, John O, you're welcome. I, and I will give it a try, though. So I just want to double-check because I think that's a, that's a powerful combo. I'm using a uh, Feather M4 right now for this just because I know that one, that one works. It's tried and true. It's nice and powerful. Um, let's see. So let's take a look uh, at the code for a second here. So let me jump over to Adam, and I'll show you what I'm doing. Uh, if I can find Adam. Hey, there you are. Okay, so import a bunch of libraries. Digital I.O., because I'm using some of those pins to write out to things like NeoPixels or read in uh, this, this uh, button press. Import the board for pin definitions. Bus I.O., so we can talk to I2C stuff. Uh, audio I.O., that's part along with audio core for how I'm playing back uh, the wave files. NeoPixel, so I can light up these beautiful NeoPixels. Uh, List3DH is the uh, tap detection and accelerometer chip that's on there, built right into the middle of the board, in fact, um, so that it's useful for pitch-yaw roll type of readings. Uh, random, just because I wanted to change the colors somewhat randomly uh, between different kinds of pinks, blues, and reds. Um, I'm leaving green out of it just because I wanted to keep it, keep it sort of constrained to some, some color palette. Uh, and then the debouncer, because that's useful for my little turning on my laser pointer here. There we go. Uh, so the next thing we do is we set up NeoPixels just like usual. And you can see here I'm using pin D5, and that's the pin that's broken out to this JST connector. So this is a, this is a strand of NeoPixels here, if you couldn't tell, that has a JST3 pin uh, on the end of it. 
then I'm setting up the laser and the laser is, you can see it's plugged into two of the pins of my, um, what we call the sort of three watt LED, but this is really meant for any, uh, any digital use. You'll just know that you have a plus pin and then essentially three ground pins, which are labeled red, green, and blue. And that's how those analog uh, style, non-neopixel style uh, LEDs work. Um, the laser is being run on pin D11, which is what that red of these RGB, these three is. So you could use 12 and 13 if you wanted. You could have three different lasers if you like. Um, it'd be kind of cool to put your laser on a little servo with this one, a little laser sighting. Uh, next thing I'm doing is setting up my accelerometer and the tap detection so that it'll easily respond to getting tapped. Switch in, so this is digital uh, D9, and that's, that's just this broken out, sort of labeled pin D9 here. Uh, setting that as a uh, pull-up input as a debouncer uh, item, so that I can use the debouncer, and that means we just don't get a bunch of spurious reads. And then setting up audio on pin A0, which goes out to this nice little Class D amplifier, which is how I'm able to just very simply and easily plug in a speaker to that. And that'll use 4-ohm or 8-ohm speakers. Uh, then I'm setting up a couple of WAV files that I can play when it first starts up. You'll hear it plays sort of a lightsaber startup sound. So if I turn this off, back on. And then the rest of them are this kind of hit, hit sound. Uh, then this is the main loop of the program. All I'm doing is really checking for two things. Has the accelerometer been tapped? If so, I change the colors of red and blue to some random value between 0 and 80. Uh, oops, touched the wrong thing. And play the hit wave. And then when, uh, then the other thing we do is we check for switch updates. And if that switch gets updated, we just flip and flop the, uh, the value of the pin that this little laser diode is plugged into. Uh, and that is it. That's the code. So uh, let me know if you have any questions. But I'll remind you, if you want to go grab... Uh, one or ten or somewhere in between of these. I think we have a limit of ten at this half price during the show. Uh, and that'll just be good during the, during the time of this show. So go ahead and, and grab some and place an order. I know sometimes people have them sitting in their cart for like an hour and then they go back and the price doesn't work. So uh, it, is, it is pretty tightly constrained to, uh, to the show length here. So go grab some if you want. And uh, I will, like I said, make a little update on my Thursday show about uh, RP2040 usage, uh, unless someone knows definitively. Um, okay, John O says that they ordered five of them and some uh, Feather RP2040s anyway. All right, so you're paving the way. Um, I think you'll find a use for those, those feathers one way or another, so um, I won't feel too bad about that. All right, uh, I think that's going to do it for today. So that is the product pick of the week. It is the Prop Maker Featherwing. And I'll go ahead and set that here on the board. Thank you all for stopping by for Adafruit Industries. I'm Char John Park. Yeah, I'm John Park. And this has been JP's Product Pick of the Week. Goodbye.